Hello, hello, hello. We're here. Hour number two. We thank you for tuning in. Hour number two. We're here until 10 o'clock. Talk a little sports. We're going to talk a little Washington football here. And before, let's, let's just jump on over to Alan first thing. Uh, in the hallway there a moment ago, you said something about maybe a, a, a new coach. Which I think it's definitely it's, it's sure as the sun coming up. Uh, you have an idea for a new coach for the Washington uh, team that plays football up in D.C. What do you think? Yeah, we haven't talked about it, haven't heard people talking about it, actually. But I think we all agree. You guys are going in a different direction for a head coach. What do you think about the offensive coordinator for the Detroit Lions, Ben Johnson? Works for me. I mean, look at what Detroit's doing this year. And look what they did at the end of last year. Last year they went 8-2 and two in their last 10 games, if I'm not mistaken. See, I don't think it was 8-1. I think it was 8-2. and two. Uh, Robert and I did talk about that a lot at the end last year. They're again 8-2 and two right now. They had a heck of a rally. He's made golf a good quarterback. Jeff Goff, a good quarterback. I don't know much about the kid, the young man, uh, kid. I don't, I don't. I wouldn't know if he walked in the door right now. Yeah, he's 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 not well known per se, and he hasn't been talked about as much as I think he will be in the offseason. But just to give you an idea of what he can do as a coach, mm-hmm. uh, he was the tight ends coach until 2021. Then he became the passing game coordinator. All right, uh-huh. when he became the passing game coordinator in 2021. The Lions averaged 19.1 points per game. Hmm. They promoted him to offensive coordinator last year, 26.6 points per game. And now they're uh, 27.2 this year, and they're on pace Mm -hmm. to break their uh, total from last year, which was 6,460 yards of total offense. They're on pace to break that, getting up to 20 yards more per game. Hmm. I think it's just a guy, when you're looking for a future head coach, uh, he reminds me of Shane Steichen. He got a roster. He knew how to utilize every single member of his particular unit. Steichen did that for the Eagles last year uh, in their offense, and now he's the head coach over in Indy. I think he's got a bright future, and I think this is probably the direction that the commander should look Is he to. young? Is he young? Yes. He looks way younger than me, even though he's bald. Uh, how old? I mean, do you have any idea? I don't know how he's old. He's 37. That's young. Yeah, that's my um, age almost. Uh, that's what they need. I mean, I I like the enemy, but I mean that whole he's done well, but he hadn't done great. Uh, they scored two hundred thirty six points in eleven games. That's about twenty two a game, twenty one and a half a game. Uh, but if you got a guy, I mean, look at what Detroit's done going into. Um, Yesterday they had scored, well, including yesterday, uh, they like you said they've scored twenty seven and a half points a game. They're on pace for four sixty two. Um, and what I like to see is what did they get yard wise yesterday? Total uh, yards. I'm looking right here. Um, total yards yesterday for the Lions three thirty eight. Now the Bears held them below their average of four oh six going into yesterday. They were leading the National Football League in uh, at least the NFC. Yeah, the NFC behind Miami. Second in the NFL in average yards per game offensively, and he's the offensive coordinator. What's his name again? Ben Johnson. Ben Johnson. Sounds man. like he's he's got a generic name, like somebody just mm-hmm. made it up. There was an actor who was pretty good named Ben Johnson. Um. Listen, if he can get the offense going, and, and, and I mean, now, the enemy's done a good job, I think, of grooming and, 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 and educating Sam House. Sam House had two bad, bad games. Buffalo, where he threw four picks, and yesterday, where he threw three. He's thrown um, 12 picks on the year and 17, 18, touch, 17, 18 touchdown passes now. Um, so you, you take away, he's got 12 picks, you take away the seven. 
that he has thrown, the others that he's thrown, seven in nine games. That's not the worst. It's just the the quality of the pass though. That like those interceptions yesterday, especially uh, that last one, was just god awful. You can't make those decisions ever as a quarterback in the NFL, and I think that's what was haunting Sam Howell and this team. And if you're the Commanders, if you're gonna switch to Eric Bieniemy and give him a chance as a head coach, yeah. then you need to do that before the end of the season to see what you got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's two schools of thought on that. You know, if you if you make him an interim coach, is it uh, is it figure he's going to do well and 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 then, and then re- remain on the team and become head coach? Uh, does he then call the plays uh, like um, uh, Andy Reid does in Kansas City? Because he actually made the call, made the he was the play caller out in Kansas City has been. And uh, does Reid then head coach and call the play? Hey, listen, uh, you know, the enemy calling the plays. Uh, be, at least he's interactive with his team, other than Sleepy Ron, who just stands there looking like the cigar store Indian. I mean, he just stands there. I don't he think, do anything. I don't think Ron has a clue anymore. And and it's crazy to me. There were situations back when he was in Carolina as a head coach. He would go for it, and everybody would be like, "Why are you doing that?" He got the please, nickname. Please, please, please don't call him that. Please, I'm sorry. you got to cut yourself off now. But he doesn't do any of that anymore. I don't know. I don't know. Well, if he has what's a, clue. a riverboat crap? Every coach does that. I mean, I'm not barking at you. I'm barking at the media, tacking that name on him because every coach does that. Every coach takes chances and does fourth downs and things like that. When's the last time he he let Logan Thomas throw the ball? A quarterback in college, a quarterback in Arizona. How about a surprise play? Where you know you you pitch it to uh, Thomas and he throws he's capable of throwing the ball and I haven't seen him do it yet. The surprise is when you guys score at this point. So he's running a couple every now and then. Who is this? Who's doing what? I said the surprise is when you guys actually score sometimes. So he's running a couple of surprise plays. <laughs> I haven't seen many. I, I mean, in the rounds, you know, the biggest surprise I've seen, and that ain't that ain't nothing. I, I said I was going to do high school scores. Let me get, close the door for the pro football for a moment, and then let me just read you the weekend scores in the playoffs. Manchester beat Thomas Dale. Highland Springs topped Oscar Smith. Um, too bad Thomas Dale and Oscar Smith didn't play because, hey, two guys going at it right in the center of the ring, the square circle. Uh, Matoka shut out Godwin, 36 to zip. William Fleming beat Freeman by three. In Region 4, those were Region 6 and 5. Region 4B, Verona beat Huguenot King, George top Dinwiddie. Uh, 3A, uh, Heritage beat Hopewell. Boy, the boy, the Central Region here took a took a whipping. Manchester and Highland Springs play uh, both one, but Matoka did. They're Central here. Verona, I've got to correct myself. They beat Huguenot. Uh, Armstrong over Jefferson, Thomas Jefferson, 28 zip and in 3B and 2A, Pocosin, 14, William, uh, King Williams, 6. In Saturday's Division One Championship in the Virginia uh, VISS, excuse me, VISAA, uh, Benedictine B. Trinity Episcopal, 31 14. All right, so we did that. We did state schools. We've given you some standings. We you know Richard's going to the playoffs. Randolph Macon's going to be at home versus uh, Ithaca College. <laughs> I, again, I'm riding the horns of a dilemma on that one. I like them. I went to both of them. What do I do? Uh, paint my face blue and gold on one side, black and gold on the other. 
Get you one of those jerseys like uh, Mama Kelsey wears where you've got one half is one team and the other half is the other. She's got a jersey that's one half Kansas City Kelsey right. and the other half Eagles Kelsey. Somehow, somehow I get a feeling she has no problem getting that made. Somehow I got a feeling it would be tough for me to get that by Saturday. Do you not know? You're the Taylor Swift with sports radio in this area, man. I'm sure oh, you could get it done. <laughs> Thank you. It's great to be here on stage. Uh, anyway, uh, maybe I'll streak the field. What do you think? I think that would be bad for everyone in attendance. <laughs> it would be, wouldn't it? <laughs> uh, Red Dog texted me yesterday and said something about it. They're going to and I said, "Yeah, I, I knew." I, I said, "Yeah, I'll streak the field. Yeah, I don't, I'll be the masked, masked, M-A-S-K-E-D streaker." Um, <laughs> no, I don't want to do that. Uh, Washington, and we do need to talk about Washington because. Uh, they are here locally. And like I said earlier, this is going to shock you, but uh, at least we have a good winning team team on our radio that's listenable. If you listen, well, first of all, <laughs> people call me misogynist. No, that's not the case. I'm not that. I just uh, listen to Julie Donaldson, uh, uh, just uh, hard to do. Watching ladies referee like the one in the Washington game, I got no problem with that. It's just hard to listen to. For me, and basketball the same way. Somebody's anyway. It's not a. It's not an act of, of being a misogynist. I'm not misogynistic. I just uh, some reason it's just tough to listen to. So um, the uh, what has Washington done? Now we've got the reason where I got started on that was we have the Cowboys here, which is a shock. But we do, and that's okay. It's okay because at least we're, we're what we've got here is a winning team is going to the playoffs, plain and simple. So that's you know, it's nice to have Dallas on here in that regard. You can listen to good football. Uh, you listen to Washington. You know, it's like you fell down the outhouse uh, hole. Is that fair? I, I think that's fair. Yeah, uh, it's like you go to the outhouse and you, oops, you trip on a rock that's there. It's not supposed to be there, and you fall head first down the outhouse hole. Yeah, that's just like listening to Washington, Washington. I, I, I go back to the early 60s. I, I Seriously. I kid you not. I'm, well, I'm 38. They've only been good or watchable for probably like a third of my, my lifespan. I think that's being generous. A third? They've been good? How old are you? Were you 21? Seven? Uh, uh, 38. 38. Where did I get 28? Where did I get that from? Uh, yeah, you were born in what, 80? Uh, don't tell me. Don't tell me. You were born in 85. Yes, sir. All right. They were good when you were in diapers. Yeah, I remember I remember uh, the Mark Rippon years yeah, and the Super Bowl. They won yeah. Super Bowl. Last time I won the Super Bowl was 19 days after I got on the air. I always wrote letters to Dan Snyder saying, buy me out, and I'll get off the air, and maybe you'll win again. <laughs> he, he probably wouldn't have took you up on that. He liked the yeah, money too he's much. He's tighter than you know who's had been. Jeez, uh, almighty. So we're going to get into We'll break it down a little bit here about uh, Washington's season. It, oh, yeah, it's 14 after 9. Heck, we need to take a pause, hear from our fine sponsors, and return right here on, on 1061 ESPN. Stay with us. In full swing, and we don't want anyone to forget. We have NFL coverage every Sunday afternoon, as well as every Dallas Cowboys broadcast here on your home for sports in the River City, 1061 ESPN Richmond. If you want to buy, sell. All right, I'm going to give you a little piece of information. Let me remind you, Richmond will play 
uh, take on NC Central this Saturday. Two, we'll have that game right here on 1061 ESPN. Two o'clock Saturday playoff game. NC Central, winner of the uh, MEAC. Four and one in conference, nine and two at Robin Stadium this weekend. Uh, one thing I want to listen—you can say I'm nuts, but this, it's an absolute fact. I remember watching this game um, on Thanksgiving Day: uh, Green Bay Packers and Detroit Lions. In the final was Detroit twenty-six to fourteen, and it was twenty-six to nothing going into the fourth quarter. And the Packers put up 14 in Q4, losing their only game of that year. They were 10-0 going into Detroit, playing at Tiger Stadium, right? That's where they played. They didn't have a Lions Stadium. It was Tiger Stadium. And uh, Lombardi, the coach, uh, for, of course, for the Packers, and George Wilson for the, for the uh, Lions. Uh, the date of that, Alan, this is not pulling, this ain't, I'm not pulling a, you know, making, turning a pig into a ham right before your eyes. I'm not doing that. Okay, this is this is a natural fact. I was seven going on eight. And I remember watching that game. Why do you remember that? Because the Packers were ten and zero. It's the only loss they had. They went on to be thirteen and one. Just one of the little quirks in your coconut that's gonna you know that just just doesn't ever leave you. You know what I had for lunch yesterday? I got no freaking idea. Remembering that game, I know. And I looked it up to prove it. That's incredible that you. No, it's just well, and it's not incredible. It's just when I was a kid, you know. You're impressed. You got a lot of room on on that sponge to absorb things. Now there's no room left on the sponge. I don't remember ever making it to a Thanksgiving game. Um, oh, I didn't go. No, I watched I'm talking it on TV. about like actually being awake to watch it. I usually oh. eat too much. Well, it was an afternoon game. I mean, they didn't. Dallas didn't play back then. Dallas had to come along and say, me, 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 we want to be on Thanksgiving too. So they have been for 40 some odd years. Um, maybe 50-ish years now. They're probably, oh yeah, probably 50. Yeah, 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 probably 50, at least 50. Um, but not as long as the Lions. Lions go back to the 20s or 30s with this, or maybe even the 30s or 40s, but uh, that's the deal there. But I remember watching that game. And it, it was that's how far I go back. And the reason I bring that up is because you, you talk about Washington. I've talked about this before. Washington's bad. They've been bad for a long time. They've been really, really bad for a long, long time now. Going back to Joe Gibbs' 1.0 last year. And don't, I mean, Joe Gibbs' the second time was 30 up and 34 down. He didn't lose 30 games until he won 170 his first time out. And he, about, he doubled it. Anyway, I, I'm not getting bogged down there. I'm just saying I've been around long enough to see <coughs> bad football. And Washington's got bad football. They've lost to the one and five Giants. They lost to the zero and four Bears at home, and they lost the two and eight Giants. Uh, they lost the two and eight Giants yesterday. At the time, two and eight. The Giants had scored one hundred eighteen points going in. They doubled that on their offense. Now they got it from turnovers, but hey, it doesn't matter if it's cotton candy or taffy. It doesn't matter. You know, you're chewing on something. Taffy will get stuck in your teeth a little bit more. We'll get there. I can't say more quickly. I didn't write the correct grammar, but the, you know they, they were scoring eleven point eight, and they're giving up twenty seven a game, just about twenty seven a game. Washington you know, got nineteen, so in two games they scored twenty three, and they allowed forty five. The only other team they beat was Arizona, who's two and nine. Washington's four wins over two and nine Arizona, two and eight New England. Five and five Denver, and why? Because what Denver's won what four in a row, three or four in a row. They might be the hottest team in the league. They beat Kansas City. They beat Minnesota, and they beat four and six Atlanta. The teams they've beaten are combined thirteen and thirty. 
the three teams, or the three games, two teams I mentioned moments ago, uh, are combined three and seventeen. New York, of course, three and eight. And the Bear, well, the Bears when they played them, one and five Giants, zero oh and four Bears, two and eight Giants. At that point, they were three and seventeen. Even now, the Giants are what three and eight, and the Bears have played how many games? Have the Bears played the Bears, Bears, Bears. They're three and eight also. So you, that's a combined record of nine and twenty-four. So you know, you know, bad football when you see it. And this is an organization that can't get out of the way. Uh, we had Roy. Did Roy drop off? Roy, you with us? Mark's on with us. All right, Espo, I guess is Espo. Uh, Roy, call back. I was just giving a little background to that to that game that I saw. It's seven years and seven and two third years old. And remember, it's like the Kennedy thing coming up. And this was held exactly exactly one year before Kennedy was killed. It was the twenty second of November, nineteen sixty two. So anyway, go ahead, go ahead, Espo. What you got? No joy in Mudville, brother. They had football all weekend. Well, uh, you had a, you went to the Madison game, and that was a tough one for you. And we got the game day curse, man. I hope they never come back. <laughs> we lost two of them now with those guys. Richmond beat us. <laughs> App State beat us on a, about as close a call as you'll ever see. All right, hey, they won. Hold on. We got a question for you from Roy, and Alan's going to read it. Yeah. Hey, Espo. Right. Uh, Roy called in and wanted to know. It's a legal question. He says, why do the uh, commanders have to pay the Arkansas State Red Wolves for usage of their name when other teams have, like, the Tigers and, and other names as well? Why is it exclusive to Arkansas State? You want the short answer? They got bad legal advice, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> well said from a lawyer. <laughs> I assure you, no one's going to confuse the Arkansas State Red Wolves with the Washington Commanders, and that's the test. Is the public reasonably confused? Of course, they're always reasonably confused, but <laughs> it's nuts. It's just probably just a nice way to do a donation for Arkansas State, which well, I'm guessing doesn't get a whole lot of donations. I'd said last year that if if, they, if Dan Snyder flew his, his little nice plane down to Arkansas State, with a suitcase with you know one to one and a half million in cold hard cash and put it on the president's desk and say we'd like to share this nickname with you, the president would have said, "Help yourself at the table, Hoss." Yeah, thank you. Shake his hand and say, "All right, now going back to Washington, I don't want to see you again." They'd have given him a dorm for that kind of money. <laughs> That's yeah, that. right. Yeah, yeah. No, they could have named the toilets after him, the Snyder toilets. <laughs> In all the dorms, the toilets have a name on them, the Snyders. Uh, <laughs> well, it could have been like the outhouse I was talking about earlier, tripping over to a rock in the outhouse and falling into it face first. Hey, I've also got another rule of football. The more politicians at a football game, oh. the greater chance the home team's going to lose. Well, They were all there. Then they the need, animal, they need the governor, to. The AG. Uh, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You, you're talking about the Madison game. Tell me about it. Oh, yeah, they were all there. We had the entire entourage, the governor, his security detail, the AG. Although I mean, we didn't have one that I wanted to see was the uh, lieutenant governor. She wasn't there, but uh, she's got there. She's got better things to do, Miss Winsome Sears. She's got to win the uh, yeah. governorship in uh, in 25 here in the Commonwealth. I'm voting for her, I'll tell you right now. I like that lady. Uh, she's a strong, yeah, like strong backbone lady. I like her. I'll get her on that show here one well, day. 
I like her too. I tell you who else is growing on me now is Tony Elliott at UVA. Yeah. After that stupid shoe thing, I mean, uh, other Allen there was exactly right. That's how LSU won a game against Florida when the idiot decided to play, you know, uh, handsies with the shoe. So, you know, that uh, I think I think Elliott runs a tighter ship than his predecessor. You know. Uh, more power to him. I hope he sticks, sticks around. Well, I think, he, I think he's he, turning him around. He, well, they've. I've been saying since October. I'm not patting myself on the back, not breaking my arm, nothing like that. But if you watched them, or you read the the reports, and you looked at the box scores, they were turning it around. They were losing, but they're losing close. Now you got to do is learn to lose, to win close. And with the win over Duke, that was winning close. Now they gave up fourteen in the fourth quarter, but they won. They they hung in there and won, and that, they're they're turning it around. Yeah, yeah, and I don't think he gets enough credit for it. I mean, it, they've been kind of a quiet turnaround because they they don't get much publicity when you're beating you know lower tier ACC. But beating Duke was was real. That's a legit win, just like Carolina. Yeah. Two legit wins yeah. with the team that everybody thought was going to what lose them all. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we're talking before the season, we're hoping they'd win too. Now they they've you know they've got more than a Buster Douglas shot in winning the game Saturday against the Hokies. I hope they do win against the Hokies, don't you? Best team win in that regard, you know. Best team win. Yeah, I you think know. they're the best team now. From what I see, I think Virginia's slightly ahead of Tech, and I think that's good for everybody. Well, I think. Then the, the, rivalry in the state is good for everybody. You're saying they're the better of the two right now. Just from just from the eyeball test. I mean, who knows about the stats and all that? But watching them, yeah, I'd say Virginia playing better, playing better football. I don't know who the best team is, but who's playing better? I think Virginia's playing. Better. Virginia's playing better, even though the quality of opponent and all that. But they uh, they, they look good. They, they look like a team. They look they look more cohesive than Tech. Tech looks scattered to me. Um, I don't know what they want to be, and I guess they're trying to decide. But, well. They were they were they, they were losing thirty five fourteen going to Q four and they put up fourteen they made it they made it, you know window dress they made it look good uh, now they did That's score right. with a minute forty to go so you know they still had an opportunity to try and tie or win I like Mike London That's going right. for two against Richmond that you know there it is we were at home we, we scored no time I think it was and uh, and we're going for two to get the win and I like that you know you didn't get it I know he took it like a man Mike London. And, uh, and and Coach Huseman, you know, won like a man, and, and that's you know they won, and it's you know, I'm sure Coach Huseman was prowling a little bit on the sidelines, going, oh, here we go, here we go, let's let's get them, and they got them, so there you go. Now, I'm a big fan of that too. Look, everybody goes to watch somebody win, not somebody tie, you know. Oh, by the they way, if you're keeping score at home, Espo, let me give you this real quick. Uh, same day that the Lions hung the only loss on the Packers that year. 26-14 on Thanksgiving Day 1962, and they went on to win the, the uh, title that year. I think it was the year they beat uh, – who did they beat there? I can't remember. They won the Bears. I can't remember. No, it wouldn't have been the Bears. Anyway, that same day, the Dallas Texans, who became the Chiefs, as you know, beat Denver that day. The Houston uh, Texans at that point, I think, weren't they? The Houston Texans beat the Boston Patriots. Buffalo beat Oakland that day, your AFL scores. Uh, Pittsburgh, Cleveland beat Pittsburgh, and they were in the NFL then. The uh, Bears beat Baltimore. You're sitting down 57 to nothing. Maybe that was the year the Bears won. I thought the Bears won in 64. Uh, St. Louis fell to San Francisco. Rams and uh, Minnesota ended in a tie. 
Philadelphia doubled up Dallas. They were in their, what, third year? And to prove that the more things change, the more they stay the same, New York Giants beat Washington 42-24 to in Washington. <laughs> there you go, Hoss. That's a bow on it right there. Absolutely. Bring on Eddie LeBaron, man. Yeah, Eddie LeBaron, there you go. It's, yeah, he played for Washington. He went to Dallas, and he wasn't more than about 5'6", right. I think. Maybe. Hey, uh, real quick, got to go, but uh, speaking of Denver, not too bad last night for a No, I, I was real happy to see that. I was very happy. I, I'm a fan of Russell Wilson, yeah. and now he's not playing for that Me prima too. donna up, uh, up in Seattle. I can pull for him harder. Right. You know, I can, I'd always pulled for him, oh, but right. uh, you know, Seattle just, I couldn't, I, it's hard to pull for Seattle with uh, Chief Numbnuts up there. The, well, the, the man who cheated at Southern Cal yeah. and got out of there right as the posse was arriving. Your boy well, Pete Carroll. We call, that, we call that brains, not guts. It was smart to get out. Uh, kudos to Russell last night. What, what, a, what a performance. And i tell you one thing. Yeah, uh, Rashawn Payton would be well advised to keep him around. Yeah. He, he's, just coming, yeah. You know, he's making the move. He's getting better. We all know he did. He will. Yeah. Well, uh, they, you know, he's he's learning the system, and uh, Peyton's learning to maybe be a little humble after what he said. And then got his butt kicked by Nathaniel Hawthorne. So you know, that's the name of that tune. All right, partner, we got to go. Right. You got to go, and we will talk with you soon. I hope. And uh, yeah, have a great Thanksgiving. Keep in touch. Tomorrow we have Habo on, sponsored by Schilling and Esposito. Uh, since we are there closed we on Thursday, we'll have Habo on tomorrow. Perfect. Take uh, care, buddy. All right. See Bye. you. Bye. All right, we're going to take a look at Bob like I'm going to hang up <laughs> without, without saying we're taking a pause here on one Bob, click 1061 ESPN on Big Al. This is a sports phone. Al and the Hoss on the other There you go. Al and the Hoss on the other side of the glass. And we might have a nickname finally for you, Al and the Hoss. I can't wait. Uh, 327-0888. Give a call. Somebody said to me or sent me a text saying, well, what's wrong with Big Al Little Al? I said, because he's bigger than I am. So ergo, he would be Big Al and I'd be Little Al. Yeah, we can't mess with the brand now. <laughs> well, there you go. I like Alan the Hoss. All right, we'll, we'll see if that fits. And so You call in and you're talking to Alan the Hoss. Stay with us right here on 1061 ESPN. Call in, talk about sports and what's going on, college football, pro football, every college basketball. Stay with us. We just head to our website and to our This Week on 1061 ESPN Richmond page for a preview of what's to come on 1061 ESPN. Did you know that you can... F- all right, we're here. We're live, and we're talking sports. We're going to do it until two. I'm sorry? Oh, Andrew, okay, sorry about that. Andrew, good morning. Good morning, Al. It's been a while. Um, I went to the game yesterday. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it was good to see, you know, people turn out. Everybody was in a good mood. And, I mean, obviously that quickly soured. I mean, no <laughs> one thought that. Uh, Danny DeVito was yeah, exactly. gonna do anything. You know? <laughs> I call him that too. <laughs> you know me. I mean, I'm I'm support the Giants. I don't I don't hate Washington though. You can't help but follow them down here. Twenty years from New York, and I, I I love the fans. I mean, I love going. I know it's not RFK, but the people are really cool, and I I enjoyed it. Um, it's just there's a couple of things that I don't know if the camera picked up on it. When Ron Rivera was walking around, he was making, like, a five-yard bubble around him. No one wanted to be near that guy. Yeah. Yeah. It, was the, it was the weirdest thing. Like, he'd walk around along the sidelines. 
people were just getting out of his way like he was poison. <laughs> um, yeah. It, it's, it, it was odd. Well, um, a good way to put it is dead man walking. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you definitely got that sense just watching him yesterday walk around. A um, couple of – like, were they showing close-ups of the turnovers? I mean, each one was like – looked closer than the other like you and they weren't replaying it at the stadium so like five six turnovers i mean all of those fumbles it looked like it was really close um and at no point did they you know ron wasn't going to force a review or anything it just seemed like really odd um, uh, every fumble was a fumble yes on the okay. replay yeah they were they were fumbles yeah i'm hoping and i'm watching knee down elbow down uh foot down anything no foot down doesn't, <laughs> doesn't count i yeah. mean any other kind of a call it's something please have something down and uh no they were fumbles Hoss. okay they um were, they were legit and it seemed like I had been – I've gotten down close and personal before. It seemed like there was a lot more people around. Um, people were excited. Yeah. Um, and I, for the life of me, I can't figure out why they don't play B-Rob more, get him the ball. I would love to have that guy in blue. I mean, he reminds me of like a, a slightly, you know, less big Brandon Jacobs. That guy is just a physical power back, though he doesn't really look it. Mm-hmm. He will, and he mowed over a couple of our guys. I mean, you, that guy is a beast. I don't know why they're not giving him more opportunities with the ball. Uh, um, Seventeen, because well, they're going to more pass offense. Uh, that's the way they fit, and they've shortened the passing game so much. Uh, downfield passing is, is all but dried up. I mean, poor McLaurin. I feel bad for him. I don't call him yeah. St. I don't call him that. I, I, it's just absolutely it's a bad nickname. Uh, anyway, the, 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 so the downfield is not as prevalent as it was so because the offensive line is so bad, they have to get rid of the ball quick. Howell does. Uh, but Robinson, 17 carries, 73 yards. Yeah, he's a ball. You're right. This kid, Rodriguez, out of Kentucky, uh, he's running the ball well, too. I don't know if you noticed him yeah. yesterday. But uh, he had, uh, what did he have yesterday? He had six carries, 43 yards. It just seems like every time they were – and we don't have a great run defense anymore, especially since you know Leonard Williams was shipped off. It's really bad now, um, especially up the middle. And every time they were running, it was like six yards a clip, it seemed like. So I just don't – I don't know why with all the turnovers they were getting away from that. So, um, you know, just some of my head-scratcher thoughts. And I kind of said jokingly on the way up, best-case scenario, Giants find a way to win this game. Mm. You know, you guys got Cowboys coming up. Mm. It's interim <laughs> coach. The team gets fired up, and they salvage the season by beating the Cowboys, and everybody's happy. Um, I'm sur- I'm waiting for that shoe to drop now. No, they're, they're not going to fire him right now. Uh, going into yesterday, y'all giving up 131 yards per game on the ground. You gave up a buck 74 yesterday, and you had nine sacks, but you won. It, stats, as they say, are for losers, but sometimes the stats are for winners. And uh, you know the turnovers was was sip uh, was six zip, and y'all yeah. had I forget how many sacks. Would y'all have sacks yesterday? Y'all had, had like y'all had yeah. What'd you have here? I'm looking. Y'all had y'all had four. We had yeah. nine. Unbelievable. All right, thank you. Appreciate the call. Keep right, in touch, Al, Andrew. Don't, don't be a stranger. Thank you, Andrew. You got it. All All right. Right. Brian, you're up. What do you have for us this morning? Go right ahead. Hey, Big Al. I was at the uh, William & Mary Richmond game yesterday. I mean, on Saturday. Right. And 
I tell you, I got to be. I'm a big fan of London. I think he set a high bar last year. Things that went their way. Yeah. But um, you know, yesterday, as happened all season, we had three personal fouls, mm. and then near the end of the game, which was insane, there was an unsportsmanlike conduct when the refs called a touchdown, and then they called the guy out of bounds at the one. So after the unsportsmanlike conduct, they moved the ball back to the 15 or 16, and William Mary had to go from there to try to win the game. That caused the um, the pass interference in the corner of the end zone. William Mary gets the mm-hmm. ball on the two. They get a quick touchdown, great pop pass. But the, 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 the play that they called for the two-point conversion, I have no idea what that was. You know, everybody's thinking RPO or something like that. All it was was Willis running around and then throwing the ball. Uh, I mean, it was it was not a good play. Yeah, but he rolled to his left and came back to his right, and uh, nobody was open. Yeah, but the, the, the thing is, Wayne and Mary's getting a, a reputation as a chippy team. As, and a, as a what team? As a chippy team. Chippy, you know, chippy team. Okay, I got you. Go ahead. Yeah, they're, 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 they're pushing and shoving and drawing after, after plays, <laughs> and the refs don't like that. And, and we're getting calls where – we have a great third-down third stop, and then there's a, there's a uh, roughing-the-passer call and changes <laughs> possession. And it, it, it plagued us all year long. That's coaching. Uh, you know, they were 4-0 when they lost uh, Yoder, right, the running back, who's a hoss, a stud hoss. They lost him. And they're four and zero, and after that they went what two and five. Now I'm not saying that's the whole reason, uh, but I, yeah, that he and they had him and they had Emo. It was a great one two punch. Well, they lost the one punch, and they only had the two punch. They had another good guy behind them, but they wasn't Yoder and Emo like it was last year. And I don't know. Well, the, Yoder, yeah, Yoder's a great player. Yeah, but I got to tell you, Al, in those four games they won, teams were starting to put eight in the box to stop Yoder, and Willis was not carrying them as far as his, his ability to throw the ball. No. So, you know, th- there were a lot of issues with this team this year. They were not strong. And once they lost Yoder, yeah, that that, that hurt uh, desperately. Yes. But i got to tell you, there, there are some issues. And, you know, like I said, I'm a London fan, but now he's got he's to turn it around. I mean, next year we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll see next year. You know, Yoder, yeah, they might put an eight in the box, but between the two of them, I think they would have gotten you know more yardage than they did. And when they when the running game's working, and I'm not going to sit here and tell you with Yoder back there, if they're putting eight in the box, it's not necessarily going to be the case. But if they if they can run against eight in the box, then that opens up the passing game. The passing game was their weakness all year long, I believe, or at least after the 4-0 start. All year long, yeah. it was it was a it was a tough go, and but you know they've got to do something about the personal fouls. They they we had a really inopportune one at, at UVA that, that kind of turned things around, yeah. and I believe it was even on a kickoff. I mean, personal foul on a kickoff. Come on. <laughs> Personal foul on a kickoff. Oh, brother. Well, yeah, you can't help but pull for William Mary. I mean, I certainly did with uh, Coach Laycock down there for all those years. You know, they're a small school, and they, uh, you know, they, they, you know, education is required. And uh, so you pull for a team like that. 
And uh, I'd like to, I want to, plus I like Mike London a lot. It's like Dave Clawson. I like him a lot. Now, I was pulling for Notre Dame to win. I'm a Notre Dame fan, but I want to see a close game for Dave Clawson. He's having a tough year. He had, he's had great years wherever he's gone all the time. And uh, I'd like to see him have a closer game. Because I, I like Dave Clawson a lot, and I like Mike London a lot. I like Russ Huseman, too. Don't get me wrong. I like Russ Huseman also. So, anyway. No, we're fortunate. The state has a lot of good coaches. No yeah. doubt about it. Yep. Hey, thank you, Hoss. We need to take a pause, and we shall return. Thank you. Thanks, Big Al. All take right. care. Thank you, Brian. All right. Let's take a pause right here, right now. Maybe Steve Isaacs will call in on that. Too. I'm sure he was down at that game on Saturday. Uh, let's go, let's take that pause. We shall return right here on 1061 ESPN. I'm Big Al. This is Sports Phone. Alan the Hoss has been voted down by Lane Casadante, but uh, we'll have to take a vote on that. And also, how many points will Dallas beat Washington by on Thursday? Stay with us. We shall return. The Dallas Cowboys all season is 1061 ESPN. Brought to you by Arthur's Electric and Park and Go. Right, the, uh, oh, by the way, I looked it up. I didn't remember. I remember the Thanksgiving Day. I didn't remember who won the title of the year. Packers for the second year in a row beat the Giants 16-7 to in New York. They beat them 37-zip the year before. And the year before that, they lost to Philadelphia. That was the only loss Lombardi ever suffered in the playoffs. He went 9-1 and in the playoffs. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, let's get to the phones. Who do we have on the phones there? Welcome, caller. Who who we have here? Good morning, Dean. Oh, it's for Bruce, Virginia Avenue, Bruce. Good morning. Hey, Dean, let me give you a, a history fact, and then I'm going to give you your kudos for changing the NBA for years. Quick history fact, Big Al. Moses Malone currently sits at number 10 of all-time NBA scores. So yeah, he was, higher, but he was higher before when he retired, but guys have passed him since. And Kevin Durant is fastly approaching. I think he's about yeah. 200 points yeah. of, of passing Moses. Now, Big Al, let me give you your history fact, though. Big Al, you may have changed the NBA with you teaching Moses the inside game. <laughs> because Thank I'm, I'm going to make this assertion. The trade of 1982 moving Mo from Houston to Philadelphia was likely the big the first big three trade of hmm. NBA. Your argument could be, well, Robert Parrish went to Boston joining Mikhail and Bird. I think the significance yeah. of Moses' trade and getting Julius Irving a championship was a greater move. Hmm. I hadn't thought about that. But, yeah, Moses uh, left the Rockets after he won MVP down there twice and went to Philadelphia, and they won in 83. Yes, yes, as you say. And I think that was the biggest, that's the first big move of a big three. But I think it's a greater move than Parrish going to leaving Golden State and going to Boston. No, that was, they, well, Red Arbuck, I mean, he's, I mean, he drafted Larry Bird when he was still playing college, you know, and and, uh, and had the rights to him when he finally came out. I mean, Red Arbach was a genius, <laughs> no question. Yeah, yep, yep. He tried to pry Samson loose from Virginia, I think, every year, but he never could. Samson liked it, Virginia. And I may I may be mistaken, but it's what I heard over the years. Anyway, we got about a minute. What do you, what else you have for us? 
that's all I have. I just want to give you a kudos for changing the NBA forever. <laughs> I think you give me far too much credit. Parrish to Boston was a great move from Golden State, and uh, it didn't hurt Moses going to Philadelphia because he won the MVP again that year, and they won the NBA title that year. So yeah, I don't know if it was. I don't know if it, I think you give me too much credit, Hoss. <laughs> uh, have a holiday, bro. You too. Have a great Thanksgiving. Thank you. You take care, Bruce. Always good to hear from Virginia Avenue, Bruce. He'll update you. He'll update us all year to the NBA until we get to uh, early spring next year when we start picking it up a little bit closer. We had a lot of fun with it last year. Uh, Last spring, uh, when Denver won that in Miami with Robert the Bruce's team and, uh, and followed it through uh, like that. It was a lot of fun uh, following the NBA playoffs last year. I did, really did enjoy it. We're about out of time, aren't we there, big time? Yeah, I was going to say, I actually don't mind the big time uh, reference other, like more so than, than Hoss. Come on, man. You, you <laughs> are a Hoss. You're, 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 you're a big man. We'll, we'll skip that one and it won't be out on the Hoss. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> big time. We're getting there. We're gonna get. We're getting a name for you. We're getting there, big time. All right. Well, uh, we are about out of time. I think as we uh, wrap up this Monday, and of course we'll be here tomorrow and Wednesday. We will not be here Thursday and Friday. Uh, holiday station holidays. Uh, those two days, Thursday and Friday. So short week this week. Get back to steaming full uh, uh, full speed ahead. I got one Texas came in said, "Call you Bear, B E A R." You like uh, that one? We can't call me Bear because that is my father's nickname. Well, there you go. I'll tell this uh, young lady that called that texted in. Uh, Bear. Hey, we're out of time. we got to get rolling here. I want to thank all you guys for calling. Listen, wouldn't be without you. Uh, big time, thank you for your work on the other side of the glass. Uh, thank you for that. I want to thank, of course, all of our great sponsors. We're not be without them. Uh, go see them. Tell them you're here to take care of you. Jamie King, back tomorrow morning at 7. We're back tomorrow morning at 8. Thank you for listening. Hobo will join us. You're home for Richmond.